Hello and welcome to the pre-Halloween episode of DWN Productions THC Podcast, sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at BoyGob.com and the BoyGob YouTube page. Joe, I have a good feeling about this one. I have a feeling that there will be absolutely zero technical difficulties and the internet will hold up just perfectly. It's good to to keep a positive attitude, Tom, in all endeavors in life. I'm sure it is, Joe. I'm sure it is. Well, how was your week? Busy. Busy, Tom. Uh, I didn't get to watch a whole lot because I've been busy, you see. And... uh, I think next week or, yeah, starting tomorrow, it's busy again, which is good. I like busy, you know. It keeps the the bills paid and all that stuff, you know. But, yeah, I got a lot of, lot of shirts to print this week. So what was it? Busy working, busy romping around the block? What were you up to there this week, Joe? Uh, a lot of working, and I did do a little romping around the block, Tom. Uh, let's see, yesterday I was at Flea Harvey's, did that pop-up market that they do once a month, but I don't go every month, you know, I don't want to, you know, make my presence there all the time and, you know, but anyway, it was, it was a good time, Tom. I sold some shirts, you see. Is it a spooktacular monster show? It was, but they, uh, they had double booked the venue, so like there was some high school reunion, like. I guess an all-white school because there was no minorities in the group. Uh, they had a band, you know, some codgers playing, and uh, it's about what you expect, you know. Taking care of business every day, taking care of working overtime, 
you know, that kind of thing. So the music wasn't all that great. <laughs> I mean, I like that song. I swing my prick to it. Get yeah. a couple of beers in me, drop the old shorts, and swing my dick around like the blade of a helicopter. Well, you would have uh, fit right in then, Tom, with, with these chaps and, and lasses, you know. If uh, only I was white. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's it. Uh, went to see a band play, or not a band, uh, a guy. I went to see a guy play on uh, Thursday with Rupe and Lisa. And that's about it, I think. Yeah. So tomorrow I'm at the uh, film competition yet again. So got that. And Tuesday I'm supposed to go see Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, but we'll see about that too. I don't know. It depends on how much work I can get done during the day. And yeah. And then Saturday I'll be in Houston. And then Sunday I'll be at Bedford. You know, so. Busy, busy, you know. Aside from all the custom work, I gotta make my own shit to take to these shows. So I'm not there empty-handed, you see, Tom. Where is Bedford? That is, like, going towards Fort Worth. I guess it's between Fort Worth and Dallas. Gotcha, I've never heard of it. Yeah, there's a store there called Horror Freak, and they do pop-up markets as well. Sure are a lot of these pop-up markets popping up. They're popping up all over the place. Yeah, Juan was at one Saturday also. Oh. That's it's it. Terrific to hear, Joe. What about you, Tom? How was your week? You've stayed pretty busy uh, leading up to Halloween, which is your time. Uh, I guess... I'm really not as busy on uh, around the Halloween time that I am any other time, except for the first quarter of the year. That's always dog dick. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't think this was the best uh, Halloween season, but whatever. The fuck do I care? You don't need money to live. But uh, yeah, like last week I was feeling like shit on the show. So I said, all right, I got shit to do today. I'm just going to head to the old doctor's or the old same-day clinic. Turns out, severe allergies. Mm. So there's that. Got a strep test or whatever. So the next day, uh, I had to run out and do some things so I didn't get a lot of work done. And then the next day was Lori and Katie's birthday. They somehow shared the same birthday. So we did all that shit. So another day of not doing stuff. And then I surprisingly did a bunch of drinking that <laughs> night. So I was kind of slow to do stuff the next day. And then the next day more working and the next day more working. But uh, <clears throat> pardon me, as long as the uh, pour that I did today came out okay, the rest of the week should be clear sailing to where i can just slide into vacation except for saturday where i decided well they put me on the flyer so i guess i might as well fuck my vacation and go work maybe i'll be able to sell something yeah <laughs> oh dvd great yeah <laughs> gas money yeah, terrific 
But that's fine. I appreciate them hooking me up and shit. So uh, if you're in the Scrooston area, drive a little bit west to the town of Katy and go to the Houston Whore pop-up market. They'll have some names there. I'll be honest with you. I can't remember who any of them are. (laughs) Bilingual is going to be there. Ah, yes. The great Russian actor. Mm Mm-hmm. So check that out, and then uh, Sunday we're doing the show, and then the next morning I'm getting the fuck out of here, so can't wait. Can't wait to go somewhere for a few days and not be able to go into the shop and work and the whole time being like, oh, I wish I could go in the shop and work. That'll that'll be terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, still a week away from Halloween. Still haven't caught that old Halloween spirit yet. So, let's see, not much time left there. Well, maybe it'll creep up on you, Tom. Maybe. We'll get to that, I guess. Ah, Joe, normally at this time I'd say, hey, what did you watch? Probably a lot because you're a big fat bitch who looks like a couch potato. And you'd say, oh, well, Tom, I watched this. But since you didn't watch much this week, Joe, I'm going to start out if that's okay with you. I'll tell you what, why don't you start out? Well, Joe, I didn't watch shit. (laughs) Uh, just kidding. We like to have fun. Ugh. This, this. Hey, I took a blank piece of paper. I was going to read shit off of. Good for me. Maybe I should light this a little brighter in here instead yeah. of making it fucking. Hey, I don't know what the fuck this is supposed to be. It's just not orange and light. Um, yeah, yeah, whatever. Because it's a horror I'm, crap podcast. One of those words were right. Oh, Joe, let me ask you this. I probably should have asked you before we started, but uh, are we going to talk about a certain dog today? A dog? Uh, Frankenweenie? (laughs) No, but close. A dog who may or may not be a Dracula. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I watched that one as well. All right, well, let me skip that. Joe, have you ever heard of the movie The Company of Wolves? I have. I believe I've seen it one time. Yeah. So, uh, Old Shout Factory, or whatever the fuck they're calling themselves these days, I think it's Shout Select or something now, even though that was like a label they had before. I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. Besides one, two things. Having a Shocktober sale and shipping their items out fast as fuck. I ordered, uh, I think, the first day of their sale. Mm-hmm. I got this shit like five days later. My fucking balls were blown off. Usually I'm used to waiting months when you order from these boutique things when they have their sales and shit. I'm sure they're bigger than the other companies, but how much bigger? I don't know. So, 
other companies maybe hire a person or two and get those orders out a little quicker because it was fucking shocking how quick the uh october sale got here unfortunately one of the movies i got was in the company of wolves Ah, I wasn't going to get it, but then I looked it up and I was like, oh, Canon Films. How could I not get this? It's going to be fucking great. Well, Joe, this is a period piece. They're all in the old country. I don't know what year it's supposed to be, but they're all wearing rags and shit and they're dressed like dickheads. Oh, lie me, love. Me's going to talk like this, yeah? So it's a bunch of that fucking bullshit. And uh, it starts out with a little bird going to sleep. And then I guess the whole movie's just her dream. Because it's like the sets and how it's shot, that's kind of cool. Because of the lighting and them making it look fake. It like has a fairy tale look. But the rest of it is a lot of fucking garbage. Uh a lot of it's like not really coherent because it's supposed to be like a dream. So everything's kind of off and melds together and shit and doesn't really flow correctly. And in the end, she gets eaten by wolves in her sleep. Uh, the fucking old bitch from Murder She Wrote's in here. She's like the grandma. And there's a weird, like, pedophilic lesbian scene where she's like oh why don't you give granny a kiss and you can tell like the actress or the whatever the little girl she's like i don't really want to fucking do this shit oh come on now just give me a kiss don't i deserve it and you can tell it's all reluctant and ugh. uh there was a couple werewolf transformations the first one, it's uh, fun to watch because you're just laughing at it the whole time. <laughs> oh, I don't want to say it's bad, but uh, it's not even worth watching. <laughs> like to see, because you got to see the rest of this movie. I don't even want to say, oh, yeah, go skim through it and watch. Uh, I mean, there's some okay effects just more or less to laugh at like old murder she wrote gets her head swiped off but then it turns into like a plaster head and shatters against the wall so you see it's like hollow white in the middle there's no blood or anything so blame it on the dream i guess uh they don't really turn into werewolves they just turn into like wolves that are actually just dogs so that sucks. And how they transform, they're like fucking Russian nesting dolls. Like the dog will rip out of the uh, person's mouth. And then the person will transform back by ripping out of the dog's mouth. It's kind of fucking dumb. It doesn't <laughs> make a whole lot of sense there, Joe. <laughs> I remember the poster had like the snout coming out of a mouth, right? And that'll get you. Yeah. Like, look at that. That's something that's something to see. That was the hook. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that for years and years and years and years, but never bothered to 
Never bothered to watch it until the old 4K Blu-ray was on sale for like 15 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, I always see this on weird movie list. Let's get, oh, fuck me. It sucks. Uh, maybe if you're just into like weird movies and like that's your thing, you just like weird movies, then maybe give it a shot. But I don't like period pieces. I don't like the way these fucking limeys were speaking. And just all in all, Joe, I didn't fucking like it. Yeah, I don't remember about it. You know, I saw it once. That was enough for me. And this was way back. But, yeah, there's really nothing. There was people eating. I remember that. They're at a banquet or something. They're just, like, chowing down. We're the wolves, I guess. (laughs) Um, And then they turn into dogs in little costumes. Yeah, uh, well, Joe, maybe you want to revisit this movie and uh, you can stick your fist in my box and pull it out at the Houston Horror Film Festival because I will have it there for sale in all its 4K glory. Okay. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, Let me see if there's... Joe, I'm going to talk about one more movie, if you don't mind. Just kind of keep this a little even. Go ahead. Ah, so last week I said, hey, Joe, turns out there's an anatomy too. Can you believe it? And you said, no, I've had this DVD for years, and I didn't even watch Anatomy 1. And I said, Joe, don't worry about it. Anatomy 1's great. You get to it when you can, and I'll talk about Anatomy 2 next week. And Joe... It's fucking next week. And now I'm going to talk about anatomy too. It fucking sucks. Joe doesn't have anything to do with the body world shit in the first one. This is all about fucking, I guess, making super soldiers like, Oh, we're going to put some implants in you and it'll make you run faster. Be super strong, you know, like original shit like that. And, it's it sucks uh yeah just watch the first one this one really isn't even worth talking about anymore joe so (laughs) fuck this one well like while i didn't watch much i did continue my journey of the 2023 films tom and i saw hey there's this new horror movie it's called consecration consecration i can't even say that word consecration consecration all right and uh oh it's about scary nuns or some shit it's this shit um it's not it's about uh this lady that i think she's an optometrist and she gets a phone call hey your brother's dead you know he killed a man and then killed himself my brother no way so yeah it's one of those movies with the accents and all that tom uh Except this lady's accent kind of goes all over the place. So sometimes she's British. Sometimes she's Scottish. You know, it, it just changes a lot. Like, hey, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, she goes to this, uh, uh, not a convent, just a church that has a lot of history behind it. They're saying maybe the church is cursed. But... This girl starts having flashbacks, you know, she was abused as a child because her father thought she was a demon. And uh, is she a demon? 
you know, because people around her just started mysteriously dying, Tom. They'll try to kill her, but they end up killing themselves because at the end of it, she's the one that's protecting herself. Like, I don't know, her ghost of herself while she's still alive is somehow protecting her. I, this movie's stupid, man. It just didn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, the acting was shit. Some of the, the church looks pretty cool, but uh, yeah, it's just a waste of time. It's just another 2023 movie. Um, and I'm getting fucking sick of watching 2023 movies. You know, I was hoping when you were talking, things would start to flash back into my head. But uh, the only thing I can remember is this from fucking idiots like walking off a cliff. Yeah. And that, yeah. Was, that was about it. There's a, I, yeah, a scene of people just walking off a cliff because uh, they, I don't know. I don't even know what that was all about. <laughs> and there like might they, be a very bloody scene where somebody slits their neck, maybe. Yeah. Well, like they set up this whole thing, like explaining to you, like, hey, this is what they would do in the church. They would walk backwards and then for all their sins. And so they would fall off the cliff and like they set that up and they show the place and everything. She has a vision of that actually happening. And then they don't do anything with it. <laughs> Fucking over the main plot. It make, you know, what the fuck was all that about? It's Steve a very convoluted and forgettable movie. Yeah. I do not recommend consecration uh i don't recommend 2023 <laughs> and i didn't recommend it a few months ago <laughs> oh shit yeah i forgot why i watched this one i want to say you like... were going through your whole catholic uh <laughs> horror phase oh no it's every other week joe okay but uh I, I want to say the director did something that I thought was all right. Because oh. otherwise, why would this uh, stuck out to, for fucking anything? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking pretty goddamn lousy. Oh, not going to have a lot of clips this week. Sorry, guys. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, let me take a drink of this, and then I'll talk about one that hopefully will get clipped, Joe. All right. Spay and neuter your dogs, I guess, even though that's fucking talking about dick skin, I guess. Mm-hmm. Let me finish this. <sighs> so I woke up early today, Joe. I wanted to get out and break a mold open that I did last night and get it all cleaned out. And I look to the side. I see two dogs fucking. So, hey, dogs. I don't want to see that. Get out of my eye range. So the dog climbs off the other dog. And then the dog, I didn't know this kind of thing happened in the animal kingdom as well. I thought it was just, you know, something humans do. But, you know, the dog climbs off of the other dog. And then the dog on the bottom turns around, 
starts licking the other dog's penis. Can you believe that shit, Joe? <laughs> it was the goddamnest thing I ever thought. God damn it! That's even worse now. Get out of here, dogs. And I shit you not. Two minutes later, the owner of the dogs, probably high on pills and bush light, it is about eight o'clock in the morning after all, comes trudging around the corner in a sundress and nothing else with a rifle. <laughs> I guess looking for the dogs. It's fucking hillbillies around here. I swear to Christ, you can't make this shit up. They were hunting for breakfast. I don't know. <laughs> I need that seed to make my eggs. <laughs> Gross. Oh, into last week, the cat that was on the uh, old driveway or outside on the entrance driveway. Yeah. Turns out it was a chicken. <laughs> and the, <laughs> some patient came up and went, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the cat came back the, the very, very next, next day. But no, it turns out that, uh, you know, the dogs who were doing the fucking, they got into the neighbor's chicken coop mm. and killed all but one. So there's the end of that story. At least it was a cat. All right, Joe the Sleeping Car. I'm surprised I haven't heard of this one till recently. It seems like, pardon me, a perfect vinegar syndrome movie. This stars of uh, David Naughton. You may know him from LMB Productions, and he is a recently uh, divorced or about to be divorced uh, man who's going back to college to get some, you know, newspaper experience, even though he already worked at a newspaper. But he says, fuck this. I'm going back to college to learn more about a newspaper, even though, wait a minute, this starts out stupid as shit, doesn't it? Anyways, he's looking for a place to stay, as all college students do. They need to stay somewhere. So uh, he decides, you know, this uh, abandoned, you know, train car. What is it? Railroad car? You know, a segment of a train. Yeah. yeah, this looks like a perfect place to place to rent. You know, I got the whole place to myself. What? Oh, I only get half because there's already an occupant in the other half. Oh, that's all right. Half a train car is okay with me. It's got a little kitchen in. What? It's haunted. Oh, that's all right. As long as the price is right, I'll I'll sleep in this half a haunted train car on this old crazy lady's property. So he goes to college. His teacher's a fucking dildo, probably just there to nail the students. And, uh, you know, wacky stuff starts happening in this uh, train car because, as I said, it was haunted. 
turns out years ago the uh lady's husband the mister as she calls him was uh on that train joe and uh his second in command snuck abroad on the train and instead of doing his duties the young man in this broad was doing some fucking so instead of watching the train even though it's on a track the old guy goes back and says, oh god damn it get your dick out of here and get to work and blah 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 so fucking the old guy the mister goes back to the front of the uh, train and realize, oh, we were supposed to flip a switch and now we're going to (laughs) collide into this other train. So he just fucking jumps off every man for themselves. (laughs) And the two trains crash into a fiery ball of explosion. And it turns out, you know, the mister, he wasn't, he wasn't right since then. So, you know, he saved up his money, bought one of these fucking train cars, and then he'd bring broads back there and, you know, he would, you know what he would do. So the wife, she had enough of this shit. She killed him, and now he comes back (laughs) as a ghost to haunt this train car to have sex with the women who come back to this train car. <laughs> oh, and kills the men who enter. There's a, excuse me, <coughs> uh, John Carl Beekler and John Volish effects, so it's good shit. The, uh, the mister looks cool. There's some really fucking silly gore effects and shit in here. As I said, the teacher's an annoying cunt of a character. That's how he is written, though. And old David Naughton, he, uh, like every other line he does is a one-liner. He just has some stupid, corny one-liner to say after everything. And that gets annoying as shit. But uh, this was a really fucking fun movie to watch. I would be surprised if this isn't released on Blu-ray pretty soon because, uh, I mean, it's got pretty much everything you'd want out of a movie like this, except for it to be good. (laughs) So if you can get past that and just deal with it being like a very entertaining of its time stereotypical horror movie, you'll dig it. Just don't expect something fucking excellent, because if this was an excellent movie, it would already be on Blu-ray. But uh it's kind of surprising that it isn't when you look at what the fuck else is on Blu-ray and shit. But if you can find it, check it out because it's definitely worth a watch. Would recommend, Joe. Would <laughs> recommend. Right. And the sleeping car, I don't know if I said that's what it was called. but Yeah, it is a sleeping just... car. But once you explain the plot, because I thought it was about a car, you know, but <laughs> it's a train car. Okay. That's right, a haunted one. Mm-hmm. Half. Oh. Yeah, that's right. The other half is like a monk or some exorcist lives in it, and he has little drawings of a cross he sticks on the wall so the evil can't come through. <sighs> Good, okay stuff, but entertaining. Well, Joe, 
fuck? Let me see if I got uh, anything else. Nope, just the two things that we both watched. Whichever one you would like to start with, Joe. <laughs> Looks like a cheaply produced hat there, Joe. It's actually a decent hat. Is it? Yeah. It's all right, yeah. It's comfy. It's good. It's, it's good. Comfy, you know, and I always look for comfort when picking out a hat. I didn't really pick this one out. I just ordered it, you know, with, uh, where is the DVD? I don't know where I put the DVD. I thought I had it close to here, but I guess not. This table's a mess. Um, well, there's the 4K Blu-ray, Joe, if you'd like to. Which I was afraid wasn't going to play. I was like, what region is this fucking thing? Made in Czechoslovakia. What? Um, but no, it played just fine. Um, uh, we talked about this film last year when it came out. It was when it has its theatrical premiere. Right. When uh, a Fathom event that was. And uh, so, I mean... Obviously, I was going to like it, but uh, on uh, rewatching it again, I still like it. I think it's a solid documentary. Uh, the disc itself doesn't really have uh, much of anything I would have liked to have seen. I don't know, maybe some concert footage or some shit, you know. But uh, they don't really give you much at the, uh, at the screening, the theater, that theatrical premiere. They showed like a little bonus footage, and that's all you get on this is you get that same bonus footage we were able to watch out there. Just deleted scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's cutting room floor stuff that, you know, you can save up now and put on a DVD, you know, or a, a Blu ray and call them extra features or whatever. This, uh, I don't know. I still like the documentary, I think it's good. Yeah, I like the documentary, but uh, this go around, as we said last time, it pretty much like is a fluff piece, like mm -hmm. a feel good movie, not really getting into any negative stuff. And uh, this go around, I noticed that uh, very quickly they mentioned that uh, him and his wife's relationship was weird. Mm -hmm. And a couple people commented like, uh, oh, yeah, they had something it was like what was going on there like why bring it up if you're not gonna say anything do you have any idea what this what this was about uh just that they fought a lot like a whole lot like they would uh they would fight and then they would split up and then they'd get back together so it was constantly like that they were constantly uh at each other's throats Gotcha. Yeah. Because uh, that came off weird to me because I got this I got this little postcard with the uh, Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. In the back of it was signed, you see, Joe. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't know how to feel about it <laughs> because I mean, maybe for 
super fans this would be something and they would appreciate it i don't know so like when his uh autobiography came out you could order it signed by wendy dio also and i said well, what fucking sense does that make you know she didn't write this shit um uh, i don't know yeah she just know what to do with herself huh I, I, yeah it just comes off very up your own ass yeah yeah i uh i don't know like yeah i understand you're you're the manager and shit but what what is this <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know if i should be thinking this weird about it but it's pretty fucking odd it's strange like, Thanks for keeping this going and everything, but fuck you. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> Wendy James Dio, if that is your real name. <laughs> yeah, just uh, <clears throat> re- really weird. But good documentary. Uh, v- very much a fluff piece. But if you like the music, you'll like the documentary for sure. Uh, the song might, I have a slight, maybe that dreamers never die. Those lyrics might be said in the movie, but I don't think they are. <laughs> so I'm not 100% sure why this documentary is called that especially in the opportunity they had to put that song on the DVD menu. Yeah. They didn't. They put last in line. <laughs> like that could have been your out, dog. Maybe you're mm-hmm. just too busy signing flyers or something. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But uh it's a uh it's a good documentary but uh yeah, watching it now, it's a it's a bit of a fluff piece. Yeah. The, yeah, and as for the actual release, as you said, they definitely uh could have put something more on here. Be it like a commentary or longer unedited uh interviews. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah, no, they have a shitload of stuff that they didn't use. So yeah, just give us that. I don't know. I or don't even, know either. They had a bunch of people like sending photos to use. And even just like a slideshow of all the photos that people sent in would have been cool. It would have been cool for the people that sent it in too, you know? It's like, hey, you know, there's, there's that picture of me and, and Dio. You know? I Probably know. would have moved more units. Yeah, definitely. But not everybody's a salesman that I am, Tom. That's all right, Joe. Let me ask you this. What do you know about Moon Unit? Moon Unit? Uh, is that one of uh, Frank Zappa's kids? People sure did love drugs, didn't they, Joe? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. So, Joe, we thought, hey, maybe we'll do an extra review a a commentary for halloween i don't know about you but i watched the movie and lost interest i don't think i would have enough to say 
for the whole entirety of the movie. Uh, we've covered this movie before. You know, we're talking, of course, about Vampire Dog, the Canadian classic. Um, you know, I thought, well, I can look up facts about Jack Russell's and, you know, just say that. <laughs> I didn't want to put that much effort into it. Um, the movie is just dumb as fuck. And uh, it's they're making a kid's movie, so, you know, I get it. But, but goddamn, but they like, is there nobody that's attractive in Canada? You know, because the Jack Russell's like the the most attractive <laughs> person in the in the thing. You know, like weird, weird looking people in this all around. Um, well, it was nice of them to, <clears throat> excuse me, hire a transgender for the lead. <laughs> so I mean, at least they were progressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an odd-looking kid. Uh, un- Unfortunate-looking, I should say. Um, and this thing's got so many different, like, plot lines going on, you know? Okay, so this kid is the new kid in school because his mom got a job there because if they get the music department on track, they can change this school into a charter school for the arts. But in order to do that, they have to win a battle of the bands that they're putting on, you know? So wouldn't that exempt you from being able to win? I don't know how they do it in Canada. Anyway, this guy's ancestor that lived in, uh, I don't know, Transylvania, I suppose, you know, had a dog, a vampire dog that he... A what? Vampire dog that he took care of. And uh, that guy dies... So they ship the dog to the to Canada, but I think it's supposed to be the United States. Is is Canada like like pretending it's the United States in this movie? I don't know. Um, so yeah, so he's got this dog, and the dog doesn't talk for a while. His first few scenes, kind of keeping silent, but then we learn he can talk, and it's old Norm Macdonald had a farm's voice, and I didn't even know Norm Macdonald was fucking Canadian, Tom. Not until viewing of this movie, I was like, "Oh man, he's Canadian." Fuck, I like the guy, but uh, I don't know. I got to reevaluate that whole thing, Tom. Um, let's see. The kids getting picked at at school by girls, like the bullies <laughs> here are girls that are, you know, making. I mean, look- they didn't know. The principal's trying to throw the. The whole contest, he wants them to lose. I don't remember why. Uh, there's some science lady that's after the vampire dog so she can build a uh, or develop some kind of aging cream or some shit. And the dog, it feeds on collagen. So where do you get collagen? From jelly, from red jelly. Any red is fine, you know, cherry, strawberry, watermelon. Whatever, as long as it's red. And uh and it should be said Jello is a uh you know a brand name. So mm-hmm. they didn't want to go around saying jello, yellow. And uh they were too dumb to think of the word gelatin being mm-hmm. Canadian and all. So they go around calling the shit that the dog needs to eat to survive jelly. Jelly. Even though 
together, you know, for sandwiches and shit. Yes. You want you want a little something on your breakfast sandwich, some toast? You get some jelly. If you ask for some jelly for your toast and somebody brings you a hunk of jello, you'd kick him in the fucking cock. Right. Ridiculous. Um, like this this movie is so kid friendly. They couldn't have the dog eat any kind of blood at all, even if it's like steaks or hamburger meat or something. It's a fucking vampire dog that never eats blood that is grossed out by the fact that it never eats blood. And, you know, put to the side that, you know, the vampire dog has nothing to do with blood. You'd think, oh, kids, Halloween themed horror movie. I remember this thing having like kids in Halloween costumes and pumpkins and shit not a fucking one not a halloween decoration fucking nothing this is just a march 21st (laughs) vampire dog game huh you fucking lazy pricks the the vampire dog also has the powers of the flash you know it can move like super fast uh, and it has an aversion to daylight, even though it's out in daylight, like all the fucking time they're trying to help cure the dog of his, uh, I don't know. I, I, whatever, but anyway, they do, they figure that shit out. And so this kid, this transsexual that Tom's talking about, he, uh, he's a drummer, but he freezes up when he plays in front of other people. So he only plays up in his attic by himself. And he's got to overcome that fear to help them win the battle of the bands. So he pretty much has to help out his bullies. They stick him with a triangle, right? Something fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah, because he fell down when he first tried to play the drums in front of the classroom. He fell backwards and, oh shit, did that go viral. This fucking didn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck kind of moon juice we were hopped on many years ago when we first watched this fucking movie. But oh, does it suck? Maybe because we weren't as old as we are now, and we were more able to laugh at garbage-ass movies because we haven't seen as many as we had now. But, man, even the novelty of old Norm doing the voice of this fucking guy doesn't matter because he's just phoning it in. You know, that, that script has nothing funny for him to say or... It's it's weak. It's pretty weak. Yeah, it's like a very tame movie that doesn't want to make any jokes because it doesn't want to offend anybody. You should just tell by the fucking jelly shit that, oh, this is a complete bullshit fucking movie. Yeah, it's just he needed the money, I guess. So help some of his Canadian buddies, I guess. Um, And 
to make the movie even longer and unfunnier, you get a gag reel in the uh, in the closing credits, and none of that shit is funny either. Just people stumbling over lines. Not good. Yeah. Uh, shit. What a disappointment this was that it doesn't hold up to have any entertainment value at all. Nostalgia. <laughs> sometimes best phone, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I couldn't do a commentary for this thing for an hour and a half. No. <laughs> what would you say? You'd be like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, there he's going fast again, eating all the jelly in the cafeteria. Jelly. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, let me have a look at this list, Joe, but I think we're at that uh <clears throat> that time where I ask, hey Joe, you like books? I've been known to read a book every now and then, Tom. You like children's books? Books made for children? <laughs> Not really, no, no. Why? Because you're not a child. Not a child. Mm. Hey, Joe, do you ever do you ever read a Goosebumps book? There. Uh, I think I tried to, yeah, because I wanted to see uh what Dutch was reading, and you know, ask him questions about it, see if he's getting the nuances. But uh, didn't finish it. I don't think Dutch did either. But, uh, there was some scarecrow, some scary scarecrow or something. I don't remember the title. It was scarecrow one walked at midnight. Maybe that might be it. Yeah. Oh shit, Joe! So uh, I had the bright idea. Hey, let's do something nostalgia infused and spooktacular. <laughs> Let's, uh, we got two weeks left till Halloween, so let's do the old haunted masks. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. Um, I, uh, didn't watch this show when it first came out, Tom, because I think, uh, again, I was not a child at that time, but I have seen this two-parter before. Did, had we already covered this? No. Okay. But I have watched this before, Joe, and I never missed an episode because I was a child, you see. <laughs> I was the target demographic for this. And this was a Fox show, right? A Fox show made in Canada. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so you get that intro and you get... Old R.L. Stein himself, who's the writer of the Goosebumps books, as he lets you know before <laughs> and after these episodes. Uh, and uh, yeah, then it just rolls into the the thing is about this a girl that's picked on a lot, right? Kind of like you know old... what I got while watching yeah. this. Hmm. It's weird. Like I was watching R.L. Stein interview this. And be like, hey, I'm R.L. Stein. I wrote the Goosebumps book. Uh, beware, the story's a little scary. It's about a haunted mask and a 
and a little girl who learns that love is the key to everything. So viewer beware, you're in for a scare. And the whole time I'm just like, this guy comes off like he supports Palestine. What the fuck's <laughs> going on here? But continue, Joe. That's just the uh, vibe I got from him. Well, she's picked on a lot, Tom. They're always scaring her, you know. And uh, she wants to do something. Like, she wants to be really scary this year for Halloween, you know. And uh, that just so happened, like, a new mask store opened up. A mysterious mask store. And she goes in there and sees all the masks this creepy old guy has. And she wants particularly scary mass she thinks so it's like that's gonna do it i'm gonna be able to scare all my bullies once i get this mask and the guy doesn't want to sell it you know he's got one of these businesses so we're you know i'm not selling anything i'm just here showing shit off but she fucking throws some money on the ta- on the counter and runs off with it she steals the fucking mask man uh so yeah she's already doing evil and dastardly deeds uh, but then she thinks better of it. She's like, oh, what am I doing? And tries to return it. But the guy shuts the door and flips the sign over for closed. Mm-hmm. Which, what the fuck kind of business is this? It's Halloween. You're going to be open till like fucking 10, 11 o'clock to get as many final fucking sales as you can. Up oh, six o'clock. Time to hit the old dusty trail. Okay. <laughs> um, so and the, she had a costume at home. Her it, mom lovingly made her a duck costume. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, no. These fucking pricks scared me for the last time. They're going to make me go eat worms. I'm going to scare them to death. Well, she scares her brother first with this mask. Her brother doesn't like the mask. And you know what, Tom? She's starting to act a little different whenever she's wearing the mask. She's talking mean. You're like a scary voice. It's not a scary voice. This is the girl trying to make a scary voice. They didn't like a, like some kind of digital thing with the voice or make it growly or anything. It's just her yelling. Uh, <laughs> I'm a scary girl child making a voice. Yep, that's it. Uh, yeah, she's getting uh, meaner and tougher, Tom. And uh, she does scare her bullies, you know? And uh, But hold on, wait a minute. This mask won't come off, Tom. This mask, it's uh, haunted, maybe? Is it haunted? I don't know. This is, uh, this was not good, you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I appreciated seeing all the pumpkins. There's a shit ton of pumpkins in this fucking thing. And when you go into the store, there's a whole bunch of what's now considered vintage masks. You got the old Caesar clown mask hanging in there. That's from the Tales from the Crypt episode we just talked about and the chicken hunting video. And you can see a few old masks back there so that was cool and then you got all those cool ass 90s paper halloween decorations all over and it's just like fuck yeah this feels like some good old halloween and then everything else happens and you're just like oh this kind of sucks 
Uh, this is for children, all right. Really dumb fucking children. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish I could say, yeah, this still holds up and it's still fucking awesome. But the fuck kind of person would I be if I said, oh, well, he must be retarded because he hasn't <laughs> aged since he was eight or whenever the fuck this came out? Yeah. Uh, for fucking kids i don't know what else to say this is like the tamest shit for fucking kids ever uh i when i started out this was one of the first masks i made and does it not look like it at all and i sold a few of them so thanks to anybody who ever got this one or the one from the next movie that doesn't really fucking look like it either but hey, at the time I was the only one making them, so it's just it's seeing this now, like I'm looking at it and it's like, wow, this picture's a lot fucking clear. Like this is an excuse on why my shit sucks or anything. This is just like looking at how far technology's come since I made that, because it was just like VHS ripped screen cap pictures printed off from a fucking printer and yeah. now i can have like these cleaned up perfectly taken images from this new transfer and just put them on the tv don't even have to print it out just cycle through these glorious hd pictures and whew, i am getting old <laughs> <laughs> what i'm trying to say here Oh, shit. If I had then what I had now or whatever, how it goes. But yeah, for real. Thanks to anybody who ever bought one of those. Because and even like a few years ago, which is maybe 10, 7, 10 at this point. I somebody wanted another one resculpted. Still doesn't even look that good. There's like a skull in the back of the head, I guess. And I always sculpted this stupid box. Like there was a whole bunch of weird anatomy. I'm just like, what the fuck even is this? And then you see it clear and you're just like, oh, okay. It's still not great, but nothing like the fucking garbage I was fucking making. But yeah, that, uh, that one in the second one really kept me going for a lot of years. So. I appreciate that shit even more now, but ooh, is that fucking embarrassing? And those pictures, that's like a lot of the results when you type in DWN Productions and go through the images and shit, so <laughs> do I get the old douche chills seeing that shit, but god damn, I guess fucking live learn and grow and all that shit but god watching that back and seeing it i felt so embarrassed i was like sinking into the couch oh i'm a terrible artist <laughs> which is true but i've seemed to trick enough people that i'm skating by so you've refined your craft somewhat tom since somewhat so yeah uh i'll say this these uh goosebumps episodes are blessedly short so I didn't have to endure like Vampire Dog seemed long this time. You know, it seemed really long. Uh, but you can fly through these uh, goosebumps, and not that I plan on watching anymore, except for next week's. 
know, because uh, I could give a shit. Yeah, I was thinking of going back and watching uh, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns because that was always my favorite episode that they did. I think I'm going to have to pass on that. I know it has a dark ending and all that, and I'll just remember it, you know, (laughs) for what it was. But before I watched this, I was just like, there's an audio book. (laughs) Let's see how this is. I got about an hour into it. I think it was like two and a half hours long. And Carly Beth is even more annoying in the fucking book. It was just like, God damn this fucking bitch. Why isn't someone just push her off a fucking building and let that be the joke? Is that Carly? Carly Beth. I thought they were calling her Curly Beth the whole (laughs) Curly Joe Beth. Early stew or some shit, you know? No, seriously. I, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. It's that fucking Canadian accent. It'll get you every time. But yeah, I mean, uh, books, you know, it's fucking dumb to say, but they're just too goddamn wordy. Give me the fucking visual equivalent every day, and uh, I'll be much happier. Yeah, it was kind of embarrassing to listen to because you now i was driving around doing stuff listening to him's like oh, if anybody pays attention and knows what i'm listening to god damn be so fucking embarrassing luckily it is around halloween so at least i got that going for me but yeah it's uh <laughs> all children's shit man and fuck, like I was thinking about the movies they made. Stupid. Like they find the books and the books come to life. Why wouldn't you just, you know, adapt a couple stories and wrap it around where they're like really in dead house or something to where it's the fourth story? Because that's what people fucking want. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I could say that. No, most of the people, you know, that's what they want because they're still going to pretend like they like this shit because they got something wrong in their fucking head. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, uh, it's good that it was. I think that's the saying. It's good that it was. Yep. Tune in next week for what I would assume would be uh, uh, more of the same. Let me know what episodes those are. It's uh, The Haunted Mask 2. And it is also two episodes. But is it in the same season? How many seasons is it? I don't know. If I'd have to guess or have to remember... I want to say that it's the season two opener and they do another two part thing. Okay. That would be my guess, but uh, you'll find it. It's there. The All Haunted right. Mask 2. <laughs> okay. Ah, shit. Hey, do you know who Man Cow Muller is from Man Cow's Morning Madhouse? I do not. Ah, well, shit. The joke won't work for you then, but I'll still say it when it gets to it, Joe. <laughs>
All right. Comic books you like, yes? Been known to read a comic book or two, including Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Is this issue 180? Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is wrapping up this four-part saga, the most sensational saga, if you're to believe the cover blurb and the first issue, first splash page blurb. And it's some shit that we already knew, you know, that's the doctor, the psychiatrist that's been pretending to be Green Goblin. But in a twist, Harry Osborn puts on another Green Goblin costume and they fight. It's the Battle of the Goblins. And this other Goblin dude, he's pulling out all the toys, man. He's got like, a, you know, that purse. And he throws like a wailing cat thing at spider-man's and spider-man's just like oh my poor earsies and he's falling you know just <laughs> because he had spider hearing you see um yeah and he has like a little moon thing that he throws to break spider a moon heart. unit yeah a moon unit <laughs> uh yeah um <laughs> another issue and it wraps up this storyline and Liz Allen comes back uh, to uh, Harry so maybe he'll quit being a whiny bitch uh, but I doubt it I don't know I got two things out of this issue one Spider-Man would have fucking finally done something for us if this issue was next week so at least the cover would be Halloween themed <laughs> And the second being a psychiatrist is drawn like man cow who was a <laughs> shock jock in the nineties. You see Joe, he had a sidekick named turd because that's edgy and nineties. You see. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Then he started being a correspondent on Fox News. Because that's what happens to shock jocks, Joe. (laughs) Oh, they go on Fox News and then marry transsensuals. (laughs) Yes. Hey, Joe. I do. You you like print ads, do you? Yeah, you know what I do, Tom. So, uh, yeah, that's this was our top five ads from comic books or magazines, print ads, as Tom so called them. And at number five, I have I guess Starlog was the uh, was the company name too, but from Starlog magazine, they had a full page ad that was a bunch of masks which I thought were really cool at the time. I could never afford them, so I never bought any of them. But it had uh, like a fat guy, and it's called Slugger. And it had a uh, a scarecrow that was named Scarecrow. And then it had one that was like two faces coming out of each other, you know. Some cool-looking masks, I thought, back in the day. And no, I didn't have any, and I don't know anybody that ever did. Well, Joe, I was going to ask if you had any honorable mentions, but I don't think you do. I do not. 
I have one that I will uh, try and find the magazine and post the picture on the old Facebook page. But uh, you ever put an ad in a magazine there, Joe? Have I put an ad in a magazine? I'm sure. Um, you don't remember? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. You're you talking like, yeah, like uh, Fangoria or some shit like that? or. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I've never done that. Well, I did, Joe. And even then, it was well past the time anybody was reading fucking magazines. I think it was like 350 bucks for a quarter page. And uh, again, it was just one of these bullshit collage images I do. Oh, throw as much shit in there as you can and I'm sure it looked fucking awful. I haven't looked at it in years, but uh, it was in some issue of Horror Hound. I figure that would that will get the people to come to the side. And I've never got any response saying, "Oh, hey, I seen your ad in Horror Hound." <laughs> I would have said, "Ah, no, you didn't. You just seen me posting about it, fucking prick." But yeah, if I can find that, I will uh, dig it up and uh, show the picture. But Joe, my number five is an ad that was in comic books, a lot of comic books. And this was the ad for the uh, first X-Men figures that they put out, which was like Wolverine in his brown costume, Angel, Cyclops, Magneto, Colossus. Mm-hmm. Toy Nostalgic fig- toy. That's right. Toy biz. Mm-hmm. Nostalgic figures, nostalgic ad. I that was my era of action figures as a child. Um also from uh comic books, it's like every season for the new lineup of cartoons, they would do a full page ad and telling you, like, hey, it's gonna come out and give like the breakdown. Like, hey, this one starts at nine. This one starts at nine thirty, and uh, every year you'd get like an insider look to see, oh, and try to decide which car. Am I gonna am I gonna watch this Shazam Power Hour or hey, Super Friends Challenge of the Super Friends is gonna be on, you know, starting in the summer. Um, yeah, I'll share some of those on the page. <clears throat> Uh, number four, there was a uh, ad in comic books for Mortal Kombat 2. It was like a dark lightning clouds in the back, and then it had the Mortal Kombat 2 logo and a couple square images running across a strip at the bottom. Good shit. I played it before in the arcade, but it's like, woo, hey, it's coming to home consoles now. And what a cheap fucking game that is. Anybody who played Mortal Kombat 2 knows it's cheap as a fuck. At uh, number three, there was a... And this one is usually like in the back page. So, you know, prime real estate in a comic book. And that was a hundred-piece toy soldier set, Tom. And... This thing came in like a little foot locker and stuff too, you know, and it was like two bucks for a hundred soldiers, but I never ordered it. 
or anything, you know, because I would have had to have cut up my comics, Tom, you know, it's, you know, it's for that little order form that you send in with your check or money order. Um, but I have seen pictures of these soldiers and goddamn, do they look cheap as fuck. Uh, but yeah, two bucks for a hundred, I guess, you know, I would have made it work. I would have had some battles with those things, but never got it. Now it's some shit you buy off Timu that gets you sterile. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> Joe, my number three was a comic book ad for Mortal Kombat 3. You'd see it was a black page with like a grayish Mortal Kombat logo kind of hidden in the back. And then it had all these scribble sketches going down it. Hey, what? what's all this about? What's all these scribbles about? Play the game to find out. It turns out, Joe, when you get to the versus screen, there's six boxes. And each player controls three boxes. And if you type in the correct inputs on each, you'll have a special match. Hey, maybe your heads will be bigger. Hey, maybe you'll play in the dark. Hey, maybe you'll both have fucking one little thing of health and that's it. All different things. So that was just them trying to introduce this new mechanic. But it was so mysterious at first. And they used that marketing hard as shit. At number two, Tom, I have, uh, this was a full page of shit that, uh, that was just like gags and novelty products, you know, like x-ray specs that you could, uh, see through a woman's clothing or maybe see your own bones in your hand, Tom, or, you know, they had the, that old favorite, the whoopee cushion, you know, or they had, uh, just all kinds of shit. It was just a mix of shit, like a, like a skeleton poster, you know, full size skeleton poster, uh, glows in the dark, or you know, shit like that. Um, I did order some stuff from this, and I don't remember what I ordered, but I know that after that, like every, like three months or six months, they would send out a catalog with all the shit that they had. And those catalogs are pretty cool. Um, I mean, just goofy shit. Uh, you remember when they used to have joke stores? I do, um, Joe. What? That's some shit. You know, who thinks, yeah, I want to open up a joke store, you know, and just sell, like, maybe magic tricks, too. <laughs> well, it was the joke store that I, like, like, I knew of was there was two kinds. It was the one like from the Goosebumps episode where it's like magic tricks, masks, and shit, yo yos, and shit like that. And then there was one that was like gag gifts where it would be like these tricks and like, oh, it's a clock that farts or something, (laughs) and some big Johnson shirts and like funny gift cards or novelty greeting cards and shit like that yeah you don't really see stores like that anymore 
I guess the fucking alarm clock that blew bubbles out of the guy's asshole wasn't a big seller. <laughs> or the coin bank that was the outhouse that when you put the... Oh, help me, I'm falling! Or the lordy lordy, look who's 40 cane with the horn on it in the so, rear view mirror. Epilog. That's what you would get. You would get a lot of, you know, shit like that. <laughs> hey, you want some fake puke, dickhead? We got right. it for you. <laughs> dog turd, you know. <laughs> yeah, those stores were fun going into as kids. Just, you know, punk-ass kids who didn't have money. We just yeah. had to kill some time in a mall. The people who worked there probably pissed because they knew they weren't going to buy anything. This kid's not going to buy this gum that makes he turn black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I did buy cigarette loads once, and I put it in my dad's cigarettes. Yeah, oh, shit. Hell yeah, dude. That's why all these teeth are fake that I have. Punched me right in the fucking me up. <laughs> I should have came in her yap. Oh, rest and empowerment there, Pops. Yeah. So, people that don't know what we're talking about, it was just like some little fucking uh, explosive, pretty much. <laughs> you put in somebody's cigarettes or cigar or whatever, and as they light up, it just fucking blows up. <laughs> it's like little but, grain of rice looking things. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. yeah. That could be pretty dangerous for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Did you do your number one, number two? What are we on? We just, I just did two. All right. So my number two is an ad for Mortal Kombat 1, which was in comic books, you see, Joe. It was for Mortal Monday. This was when Mortal Kombat was being released to all home consoles and their marketing campaign was Mortal Monday. The car or the uh, commercial is just a bunch of punk ass kids going down the street going Mortal Kombat. And that was supposed to get you to buy video games, you see. Nowadays they have Batista doing that. <laughs> because he was that child from the first commercial, you see. At number one, Tom, I have uh, subscription ads for Marvel Comics. Uh, Marvel would always, like, they would get an, an original piece of art to promote the shit. And I, I thought that was cool. Like, a lot of the, those pictures were cool. One of them that I liked in particular had the Hulk sitting there trying to read a comic and it's upside down or some shit. He just got like a puzzled look on his face. Uh, I thought that was great. I thought that was funny. Ten for three bucks shipped. Please mm -hmm. buy our back stock. <laughs> and I did subscribe to uh, Conan the Barbarian. 
and I believe I also had a subscription to the New Mutants. No, I magic. <laughs> she could have been a dreamer. Fucking bitch. Joe, number one. Comic book ad. Can you believe it? You think it's for Mortal Kombat? Might be. It is. It's for the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh my god, they're making a Mortal Kombat movie and Goro's in it? I can't wait. Not only is this one of my favorite, or my favorite print ads, but it was one of my favorite movie posters too, because that's all they did. They just put the movie poster as a full page, and it was the silhouette of Goro in front of the lighted up Mortal Kombat fucking thing. And that shit's fucking awesome. I should probably actually get that poster at some time <laughs> before I die so I can look at it and be like, oh, that's cool. I have that. Yeah, I'm back to feeling like a miserable fuck. At least <laughs> I got that two seconds. Of, hey, that's cool. Hmm. Great list, Joe, especially because we got to relive party stores. We did. Novelty shops. Novelty shops, yeah. It's a tour, <sighs> you see. Well, Joe, I hope you like reliving stuff because uh, we're going to do a list that we've already done before. And that is to throw out some Halloween recommendations since it's going to be a spooktacular show joe so we'll just hit them with some halloween recommendations for the fine fine folks to watch on their halloween how does that sound sounds good tom well everybody again if you made it this far thank you it's appreciated if you're on youtube do the fucking shit that you do to help out you already know what the fuck it is dwnproductions.net masks plus props custom work it's too late for this halloween but it's never too late to start planning for next and then after that you can head on over to fast custom shirts hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of t-shirt designs recently i've been saying oh you're gonna go through there find so many shirts and you'll buy a few of them and you will because there's literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shirts there, all at extremely reasonable prices. So check that shit out and uh, tune in next week. It's our big drinking show. We're going to be all costumed up and getting spooktacular for Halloween. Everybody. Trying to have a good week last week to get spooktacular. So fucking do it. And until then, boy gob. Oh.